Bum, 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 bum. It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less. Let me fly far away from here. Fun, fun, fun. In the sun, sun, sun. I want to lie, shipped wrecked and comatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Goldfish shows nibbling at my toes. Fun, fun, fun. In the sun, sun, sun. Fun, fun, fun. In the sun, sun, sun. Smegheads podcast us now. Smegheads, my name's Jed Shepherd, and I'm Daniela Phillips. Thanks once again for joining us on Smegheads, the Red Dwarf podcast. We are finger deep in <laughs> to <laughs> series six okay. of Red Dwarf, which is considered one of the best. I could, I I'm, I'm putting a little toe in. <laughs> Just dipping your, your little toe in. Um, it's not warm enough for me yeah. yet. And this week we're going to be talking about Legion. But before that, yes. any admin, Daniela? Um, yes, happy belated birthday to my mum. Oh, happy belated birthday to Daniela's mum. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show that other time. <laughs> well, I think we should have her back. Yeah, She'll be, be like, good. no, no, darling. Oh. That's uh, a really bad impression of my mum. That was pretty bad. Pretty re- can you be racist against your own mum? Because I think <laughs> yes. that's what it was. Hey, I'm half Italian. I can that's do true. it. That's <laughs> true. I can claim it. <laughs> can you do a Mario? Have I asked you if you could do a Mario impression? <laughs> Give me something to say. It's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel is mum. It's your birthday, and I'm like messing it up. Anyway, um, happy birthday, mum. Happy birthday. Um, just quickly, want to do some Red Dwarf news before we get started. Just you know, it's a <laughs> Wait, Red Dwarf the, the most important one out of the way. Mum's birthday <laughs> yeah. item two, Red Dwarf news. Um, so, as I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably know that the new series, series twelve, will be out on Thursday, October the twelfth, on Dave as usual. And uh, as we mentioned before, Holly is back. Norman Lovett is back, which is exciting. Uh, but one uh, great thing is that the we now know the episode titles <gasps> for Series 12. Now, we actually knew the majority of these episode titles um, on because they accidentally printed Series they. 12 episode titles on, on Series 11's Blu-ray. Oh, clever. <laughs> so bad and they were like, no no no, no. That's, that wasn't the real that wasn't the real uh, episode titles for 12 yeah they were yeah they were and they've kept them um so what i'm going to do now before okay. we get started right is i'm going to based on your vast red dwarf knowledge daniela <laughs> it's pretty vast <laughs> i'm going to tell you what the name of the red dwarf episode okay. is okay and you and right. maybe between us we have to guess what this red dwarf episode is about okay play, Hit me. play along at home guys yeah I don't know how you can, but okay. So the first episode is called Cured. Right. C-U-R-E-D. What is C-U-R-E-D. that episode about? Okay. So the whole of Red Dwarf <laughs> it's gonna be good. Go is on. infected by... by a disease yeah. carried by a space worm. I like it. That's appearing in the food. Um, wow. Because it's in the food. Um, a space worm has appeared Crichton in the food. Yeah. and... Yeah. Rimmer are immune to it. <laughs> so <laughs> the whole episode is them trying to find a cure yeah. for cat and Listor. Who are infected by this worm. Yes, space worm. Space I can't I can't improve <laughs> on that. That's good. That is good. We should make that. <laughs> we should make cured. Um 
I think that's, I mean, my, my take on that would be, I mean, there are official synopsis, but I haven't actually ever read that because I think it's spoilers. Okay, I, um, I, haven't I think it, it might be like a planet that is covered in a disease. So Ooh. like, and that disease, and it's kind of, kind of um, a mirror of Earth. So the humans are the, the disease of Earth. This planet, the disease is the aliens that are on okay, it. Okay, yeah. That's my take on it. And then they have to decide whether to to save the planet, to kill the, the species that's on this planet. Okay, yeah. Maybe, I don't okay. know. Okay, the next one is called Siliconia, <gasps> Ooh. Which, which sounds like a Muse album title. Okay. Siliconia. So... There is a space worm <laughs> on board. From the, from the first Red, episode. No, this is a new one. A, new, a different space this worm. Is, okay. This is a space worm and <laughs> it has spun some sort of silk. Nice. Uh, <laughs> silk, uh, what's they called? Not cocoon. Yeah. Um, silk cocoon. Around the crew of Red Dwarf yeah. and trapped them. And this pesky um, space worm has taken control of Red Dwarf. Why? What's it? What's it? It wants to get back to his home planet. It wants to get back to his home planet yes. with called uh, Siliconia. Siliconia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. <laughs> and the crew have to find a way to free themselves from the silkworm yeah, kind of but thing. But but they're so they're all like trapped and cocooned up, but they're having conversations in the one room and yeah. lots of banter. Yeah, and the only way yes. they can free themselves is if you make the silkworm laugh but the silkworm knows every joke in the history of mankind because <laughs> it read a big joke N- book. now you're just being silly Jen. yeah no, that's what it is okay so that's siliconia yeah. for you okay next one's called time wave <laughs> okay what happens in time wave daniela okay so the space worm <laughs> blows up red dwarf oh no and everyone How? is dead okay. but yeah we we reverse back five minutes and okay. the <laughs> and, we see and the happens. crew of Red Dwarf yeah. realise that this is going to happen. They receive a warning. From um, who? So um, <laughs> Kachansky yeah. warns them. So they have to go back in time. Yeah. For, have to find a time wave. Yeah, yeah. And they go back in time <laughs> to prevent the silk wo- the space worm from yeah. blowing up Red Dwarf. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And maybe... The, 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 this, this series is really space worm heavy, by the way. It's space worm heavy, but no, I think that's what the fans want. <laughs> yeah, it's what I want. Yeah. That's, I think that's quite good. But I mean, I think there's going to be like, almost like a physical wave where this, this they can see on the radar that this time wave's coming. And if they get hit by the wave, then they know they're going to be transported somewhere weird in time. It could be... Okay. Bef- that, yeah, sounds better than it mine. It could be before Red Dwarf <laughs> left Earth, or it could be like some other yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they could either they could either go into the time wave, yep. full force into yep. it, and maybe end up back on Earth or escape from it. Okay. Um, yeah, know. that sounds better. Next probably. one's called M- Mechocracy, and we know a little bit what happens in that because this is like uh, we've seen one picture from it or a few pictures where they're all Crichton. They all- okay, so yeah, what happens in Mechocracy? So um, the Mechanoids are in power; they've yeah. taken control of the whole of space. Oh, wow. And what's Crichton? So Crichton gets promoted to like the most important person on the ship. The captain, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's known as I the like captain. It, yeah. Um, and so they decide to go to the home planet of the different mechanoids to yeah. to to see them. Possibly um, Earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and when they get there, mm. they um they don't want to let Crichton leave. Why? So because they think that he should be with them. Yeah. 
because he's too important to be on a ship. Okay. Um, so they asked to go and see the leader yeah. to petition to allow Crichton to remain to on the ship. Yeah. Um, and the leader is a space worm. <laughs> <laughs> because of course it is. Of course it is. Do they, can they see it as a space worm or does it look like a mechanoid? No, no, it's a space worm. Okay. So all the mechanoids um, worship this space worm. Wow, why? Because it reminds them of something. Because it's the most important thing in the universe. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't improve on that. I think that's yeah. right. Um, and the, the space worm takes pity on um, the crew and lets Crichton go because you can see the relationship between him and, and Lister is, 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 is like their bromance. Is this, this, is this the same space worm that's been in the other episodes or this is a different one? <laughs> no, it's a different one. Okay. It's a different connotation. There's good space worms and bad space worms. So the, fir- the first the first couple were bad. So the one that had the, the illness and yeah. the one that cocooned them and yeah, stole the shit. But the, the, other, the other ones are just mischievous. They're not, okay. they're not <laughs> like evil. Okay, but this one's and a pretty good one. And this is a wise one. one. This wise is a really one, yeah. wise one, yeah. Okay. Okay, so the next one is called M Corp. M hyphen Corp. And I'm, could stand running, for anything. I'm running out of stuff here, Jen. I'll be honest with you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go okay, in. Okay, you go in. So the M it can't stand for mechanoid because they've just had one. So what can it say? It's for? upside down for, it's not M, it's a W. <laughs> Space worm. <laughs> worm corp. Yeah, oh that's the reveal at the end. Yes. Like the sign yes. turns upside down, yes. it's actually worm yep. corp. Yeah. And they and what do they do? What do they do? They produce. It's this factory that produce the space worms. Yeah. This For is mass, pro- mass production to take over the world, the universe. Why? Why? Ha- why aren't you writing Red Dwarf? <laughs> I ask myself that yeah. every morning. Why am? Why am I the right? You should be writing for things. <laughs> um, okay. So the last episode. And guys, okay. I know you're out there going, okay. "No, not the last one. We no, want to hear more. More space worm adventures." So the last one's called Skipper. Okay. Okay. And what? What's that about? So. After all these adventures throughout the rest of the series with these yeah. different space worms, they've kind of become accustomed to, so to the, the space yeah. worm. Like alienation, um, that's too yes. different. Yeah. Um, and one day uh, they find uh, a cocoon that hatches and it's a space worm. Um, so <laughs> it must have been left there by a previous space worm. Okay. And they become attached to it. So they invite the space worm to join them and to become a skipper. On the red on red dwarf. Well, the skipper's like the captain, no? Yeah. So, so they make the space worm a ca- after. Yeah. Well, space worms are intelligent creatures, and they yeah. like they like him, and he's young, and you know he's going places. So mm. they want to like help him develop in his career. Um, <laughs> so they make him skipper. That sounds great. We what people have kind of like positive is that this episode is possibly about Ace Rimmer. Okay. Um, so maybe Ace Rimmer gives birth to a space worm now you're just being stupid <laughs> i mean that's not that nonsense that's that, not that possible no, no yeah you're right you're right I'm, I'm crazy so yeah so that's every single episode you don't even need to watch red dwarf 12 anymore can you imagine if there's actually a space worm in there now if oh my a, goodness well that you need to be getting some heavy royalties yeah absolutely I think if you look back in the histories of science fiction you invented space worms i did heard it here first everyone yeah though Lister does eat something similar to what you're talking about in just a second. But um, yeah, so um, also there are a few kind of uh, special guests um, announced for um, Red Dwarf 11. You've got James Buckley, who is in the Inbetweeners. I love him. He's awesome. Yeah. I went to that episode. You've never seen the Inbetweeners? 
Um, no, I've never seen it. What? No, I've never seen Jed, it. Jed, watch you reading at home tonight. Yeah, but I went to the episode of this being filmed. I think it was the one I went with it. No. Without you, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> um, Johnny Vegas is in it as well. Okay. And He's ha- been in it before, hasn't he? Uh, has he? I can't remember. Are you thinking of are you thinking of uh, Claire Grogan again? <gasps> um, so, and someone called Helen George. Who I don't know. Is she off Nuts Magazine? I have no idea. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be quite interesting, I guess. Um, I only know about the episodes that I've seen. I, I I don't know about the other ones, but um, I think we've pretty much got bang the nail on the head, haven't we? What the with the, the um, space worm? Yeah, I think it's mostly going to be about that. But let's go. Let's travel back in time using that time wave and go back to series six of Red Dwarf and talk about Legion, shall we? Or do you have any, any more admin? To... No, no, I'm, I'm bang on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Legion's second episode um, of Red Dwarf six. Um, and overall, before we go ahead, what did you think of it? I thought it was okay. I right. didn't like it as much as Sirens. This is crazy talk. Okay. Because... I when I first watched, as I said last week, when I first watched this episode, I was like, nah, I, I can skip this. And I did when I had this on like VHS, I skipped this quite a lot. Um, but now I love it. I don't know. I don't think I could get past the fact that Legion looked like one of those weird guys on stag weekends that wears yeah. those like gimpy all in one like morph suits. Yeah. Is, is there a particular um, fetish for that as well? I've no idea. I don't. I'm not googling that. Do you not google no, it? No, it freaks me out. Um, yeah, we'll come on to the okay. onto the costume. Okay. Um, because the costume is not flattering to say the least. No. You've got you've got someone who you're meant to kind of be admire and be afraid of at the same time, and he looks like someone's like dad put on a, a green morph suit, morph suit, and yeah. just farting around. Yeah. Um, but that has, that distracted me from everything. I bet it did. Yeah. yeah. But like this, <laughs> I think there's some kind of charm because this was in the 90s. There is a little bit of charm in it. And like the actor himself is great. The actor who plays Legion is Nigel Williams. Um, and do you want to have a guess to some of the things Nigel Williams has been in? Um, I'll give you a clue. Some of the, the British TV shows you would consider as part of the Holy Trinity. The Bill. E- oh, is he in The Bill? Let me Everyone's check. been in The you Bill. You are... You are. He hasn't been in the bill, <gasps> but okay. it's you're on the very, very right track here. Brookside, <laughs> not Brookside. <laughs> EastEnders, not EastEnders. Oh my goodness! You, you're almost there. Uh, Coronation Street. No, no. Emmerdale Farm. No, no. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm going for all the programs my mum watches. I'm going to be at your misery. Please do. So he was in Casualty, yep. quite recently actually. Yep. Um, he was in Grange Hill. Right. He was in Keeping Up Appearances. Right. Press Gang as a head waiter. Right. Um, And he's been, unfortunately, in a couple of TV series for, um, uh, what's his name, that Cockney rubbish comedian, Jim Davidson. He was in Home James, and he was also in Up the Elephant, Round the Castle. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. that I think I've blocked it from my memory. So bad. I think I've, I think they repeated it like in the nineties. I think it's like I don't know from the eighties or something. Um, but yeah, so he's he's kind of done. He's done his. He's done a lot of stuff actually. Just before Red Dwarf, he was in something called Uncle Jack and the Loch Ness Monster. It's not 
great career. I mean, I'm not one to uh, like comment. That's pretty but, good. Um, I think, was a, I think okay. he's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, okay. But I thought his performance as Legion is brilliant. Yeah, fine. S- yeah. The costume wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Which is admittedly part of the the main thing about um a kind of a monster on tv he has to be intimidating he was less intimidating more off-putting yeah um, but again that kind of plays into it as well i feel like in road to off they either nail it or they it, the costume just comes off like some weird sex costume yeah it is a little bit like they've done that a few times now which just looks like some weird like fetish costume yeah it looks like they kind of got this costume the day before Halloween off Amazon Prime. Um, so they, um, I mean, but this is a great story. Again, this seems like a, like a, based on mythology, um, even though it, I don't know if it is, but it feels like it's kind of mythology, mythological thing where on a, um, a space station, there's a guy there who is brilliant. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into it. Which again, they've done before. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they have done before. They've done numerous times since. Um, so what we are we we know from the start of this episode is Starbuck is very very close to Red Dwarf, but it is losing ground. Twenty four hours behind. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it felt it felt like an episode of Twenty Four. <laughs> Jack Bauer pops up. Imagine Jack Jack Bauer in His Red Dwarf. Face. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> he would just get the stuff done, wouldn't he? I feel like that's worth the by new, the end of the series. The new series of Twenty Four should be Jack Bauer going into space. I would love that. I would love that too. And if imagine it was like the Jupiter mining ship Red Dwarf. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um. So basically it's losing ground and we see um and they're obviously on starbuck and they're running out of not only are they running out of time but they're running out of food and supplies and mm, stuff they're only left with the twisty black licorice yeah nobody wants that no. um so what they have to do is um eat what they can eat what, what they can catch really <laughs> so Crichton <laughs> has for lister got him what's probably the most disgusting thing i've seen on a comedy show, especially Red Dwarf, he basically has to eat a space weevil. I know. Which is, I guess, similar to a yeah, space weevil. Yeah, well, worm. you're a vegetarian, yeah. so that's going to be doubly worse for you. Absolutely disgusting. For me, I was kind of like, well, I'd give it a go. Really? Yeah. You would eat that slimy I'm, pile of I'm crap. I'm quite, I'm um, not adventurous, but I will try most food once. Would you? I really would. Would you try eating a cup of maggots? Uh, probably not. Would you eat I um, might try eating one if it was dried or something. I don't why know. Would you? You probably if, have. It, if I was in a restaurant and it was served to me, then I would. It, I would try something because I'd assume it was edible. If I filled that smokehead's cup right there with maggots, would you eat it? No. That smokehead's cup, kindly given to us by your parents. I know. Um, you, would you? Would you no. eat it? Just, just a quick no. chomp out of it. No. Okay. But I think the, the statistically, we probably eat maggots this accidentally. Was quite big. And it's it looked like it had some meat. It looked like an armadillo just with slime inside. Mm. Um, but I've looked into this, so I've done okay. some more research. Okay. Uh, and I've looked into do weevils get eaten around the world? Okay. And the answer is yes. What is a weevil? 
it's like a an in a small burrowing insect type thing. Okay. Um, so I've looked into this, and it's something that in Africa they're trying to promote. The government's trying to promote. Right. So. Uh, See, so they're edible. You can eat them. They are edible. Yeah. yeah. So this. I would try. So basically, it's, it's, Nando it's, sauce. <laughs> boom. It's the larva. It's the weevil larva, which is really, really mega nutritious. Okay. And it's got lots f- of protein. Yeah, but it's also got fat in it, and like, in, in, but in some places in Africa, um, the fat is much, much needed. So yes, it's yeah, a cheap way. So there's basically like we- weevil larvae farms. Okay. Um, so like they get given like a small pack of weevil uh, weevils and they kind of farm it out and they're trying to make it spread because putting this into your diet will will really really help i'll be honest yeah. until you tell me this right now i thought the weevil was a mythical creature no no so this is what this is what the in ghana the palm weevil looks like can you see uh, it? Then, yeah no i wouldn't eat that that looks different to the one on uh red or well, it's smaller but it's you it can, it can just tell it's like full of gunk oh no i wouldn't eat that um so yeah so so people are actually like making this it's a recipe here for for weevil. you basically just <laughs> i'm worried now you're gonna go and i uh, made this for you earlier and, uh, so they they call it's like a casserole yeah casserole. <laughs> they, they smush it up with like a pestle and mortar and they call it uh, a cocono but to be honest i feel like if you didn't know what it was and it was put in front of you in a casserole you'd probably eat it and find it nice it's when you find out what things are yeah. then that's what make puts you off when i start seeing faces in it but apparently um the great thing about eating weevils is they take <laughs> if, is there a great thing yeah it takes on flavor you know like um it mimics yeah something. kind of like paella rice where <laughs> <laughs> where it takes yeah it takes like, on can't cook, won't cook. yeah it takes on the flavor of whatever you put with it so if you if you cook it with like garlic, it'll, it'll like infuse with garlic. Mm. So that's the great Delicious. thing about weevils. Yeah. So the inside of the weevil, if you split it open, will just be full of garlic Cream. white sauce. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Excellent. So yeah, so it's a legit thing and okay. people do it. Um, so next time you watch that scene and you feel disgusted, think how lucky you are that you don't have to eat this every day. Yeah. Some people do. Um, so they kind of, they get a little bit uh, distracted um, when they get locked on with a tractor beam and it is um legion space station that's pulling them in and obviously if you get if you get caught by a tractor beam you're going to think the worst straight yeah away. it's never going to be anything good when somebody forces you to come and meet yeah. with them but like i feel like they're taking this a little bit too lightly if i was on a ship mm. me and you on a ship pretend this is a ship now yeah. kind of it's got portholes you mean the space in the worm. studio yeah me you the space worm we're in the ship and all of a sudden another ship comes along or a space station, yeah. tractor beams us in. Yeah. I'm on high alert. Yeah. I'm not just messing around going, oh, this is going to be cool. I'm finding my best hiding place. You can find your hiding place. Me and the space where I'm going to kick some ass. Yeah. Whoever's tra- tractor beaming us in, um, but even though if I was in a spaceship, we'd have anti-tractor beam technology. Okay. I would be bazooka zoid did up. As soon as those doors open, boom. I don't I'd, care who I'd you are. You didn't hiding. ask permission to tractor beam me in. Okay. You, you are wouldn't, gonna. You wouldn't like ask first you they didn't ask no, first no okay you would like there's, there's no shoot, ask questions later there's no authorities to, to save me and there's no place stuff to save me okay you have to make a snap decision my okay. decision would always be Survival destroy the, the aliens okay. Yeah. okay even though this isn't an alien because it's red dwarf um so yeah so they get pulled onto um legion ship um and um it seems deserted at first which again alarm bells red yeah, flag yeah. red flag straight away there's no welcoming committee no it's a bit like that film with um, Chris, Chris, what's his name, and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Passengers. Passengers, oh, yeah, I yeah. I like that film. I liked it as well. It got kind of a little bit slated. Yeah, yeah. I think because of his 
behavior but i was like i'm perfectly fine with that but come on i think it's what if you're on a ship by yourself and you uh, have Jenna- spoiler warning spoilers yeah if you haven't seen passengers fast forward <laughs> yeah but like if you're on a ship by yourself and jennifer yeah. lawrence is, is in a in a yeah right there you'd unfreeze it wouldn't you um well uh, the male equivalent for me probably yeah, yeah. no but even if but, you're a girl yeah. you go oh that's jennifer lawrence i'm gonna unfreeze her surely You'd leave her in there? Oh, because she'd be a potential threat or something. No, well, threat to who? It's just me. I'd unfreeze a male, wouldn't I? I guess, if that's what you're into. <laughs> but, like, if you want companionship, I don't know. I would free. I would, un- I would free. Anyway, forget what we do on, on, on that, that particular spaceship. Um, I she... don't think it's anything I'll ever have to worry about. <laughs> well, you say that. If he's, Trump's going to... I'm not going everything. into space. Well, you might have to. No. We don't know what Trump's going to do next. We might have to. Gonna, we might be going on an arc. Someone right now, probably Elon Musk, is probably building an arc for us to escape to. I don't think we're important enough to make it onto the arc, Jed. Um, okay, I agree speaking with, for myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with that. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> um, so he, um, they finally see this figure that approaches them on the ship, and he introduces introduce himself as Legion. And like, first of all, like Crichton has the mental capacity and the intelligence to, to know the legion um for for we are many is a ref is a bible reference yeah therefore is this is going to be bad anything that kind of like anything quotes the bible is bad again <laughs> speaking of jennifer lawrence have you seen mother yet no i kind of want to it's been quite decisive divisive decisive divisive what, what, what does nick think of it um he quite liked it but didn't love it. I absolutely loved it. I really, really, really loved it. See, yeah. I do want to see it. Like, I can un- I can completely understand. I know some, some people are going, yeah, if you don't think of it this way, then you're totally crap. You didn't get it. No, I can completely understand why people didn't but like I, it. I'm, I'm, I've, I don't really know too much about it, but what I have heard is, is it's similar to Genesis. Is it? Um, is right? It's similar to all the Bible. Okay, really. the whole Bible. Yeah. Okay. Um, but don't go into their thinking about that. Just go into it okay. and watch it as a piece okay. of entertainment. Okay. And um, Aronofsky does some stuff that I've never seen on film before. Okay. And it's it, if you're a film fan, just go watch it because you're gonna, you're going to see things you've never seen okay. before. Yeah. In a film, um, I was totally in awe. I was like, oh my god, that film's amazing. Yeah. Um, I will try and catch it one night this week. Yeah, you should. But I know some people said it's the worst movie of the century. Oh, Did you read can't that review? Be that bad. No, uh, it's amazing. That? Um, in the Guardian in America. That were um, Rex Reed or whatever oh, his name I don't is. Know, no. Yeah, he's like ninety years old. Um, so anyway, so they they meet this guy and Rimmer. He turns Rimmer from soft light to hard light. So um, now Rimmer can touch things. He can feel things. Yeah. So this is it's changed his life. Yeah, and yeah. and and Legion is is it's worth it just for the, this moment alone because it it influences every single episode after this. Yeah. Um, so now Rimmer and they have hard light technology, which to be fair. They could sell that technology to ships across the universe and be multi, 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 multi billionaires. They don't come across many, though, do they? No, but you know, you could. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't think money's an issue where they are. True. They more need supplies, don't they? Anyway, so he's a hard light hologram. um, And basically means he has a a blue shirt. Um, And uh, he also performs um, a appendectomy yep. on Lister. Yep. But we already know from uh, the episode um, Thanks for the Memory where 
with Lisa Yates that he already had an appendix out. Yes. So, and then... And I did remember that, watching that. Yeah, so I thought... So everyone always blows up, oh, this is a, a, a real leap in logic because Lister had his appendix out twice. This is crazy. This ruins the Red Dwarf for me. And then I researched it. Okay. So I looked into it. You can have your appendix out twice. What? So there's multiple instances where someone has had the appendix out and not all of it was taken out. Okay. So, and there's numerous instances where this happened. So it kind of like grows again. So you have to have it taken out again because it obviously isn't fully formed or something. Have you still got your appendix? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Appendix gang. Well, do you know what? What? You're, you're having so much work on your gums done. Don't <laughs> don't touch the rest of your body. <laughs> I had a rumbling appendix at one point. Did you? Yeah. Isn't that quite serious? No. No? <laughs> no. It just means it's like not happy. I mean, you don't know if it's going to like burst or not. Oh, really? It just calmed down. So I've still got it. But if my appendix was in, in any way kind of like rumbling, I would go to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Well, I was in a medical centre at university. I had to oh. be, yeah, staying so they monitored me. Sounds but. legit. <laughs> they calm down and went home a medical center go to the hospital daniel i don't go to a medical center <laughs> um okay so yeah um but obviously this this guy they've just met is absolutely brilliant he's the, the most intelligent person they've ever met um and apart from the weird outfit yeah the outfit is is a bit distracting to say the least um and there's all these stories if you um there's a really cool documentary about series six on youtube go check out called star bugger star buggers <laughs> what <laughs> yeah Starbuggers, uh season six red dwarf or something where they say that this um um uh costume that he had to wear he had basically it kept on ripping apart because it was so tight on him um <laughs> because he isn't like the most in shape guy in the world so tight on him he kept on bursting so they had to keep sewing him into it so he couldn't go to the <laughs> toilet Oh, so it's just the most, yeah the most awkward situation but they should have like made a better costume really yeah um yeah, so it's it's it is kind of distracting. But he is the most intelligent person they've ever met. So they they obviously do the right thing and say, "Join us on Red Dwarf." Yeah, and he's like, um, "Well, I've got kind of got cool here. Um, you, but but you guys should stay. You guys should hang out." Um, because he's like done some stuff with them. So what he's done is like um, he shows them to their rooms, and the rooms have got everything they could ever wish for. Yeah. Um, Basically, it's unique to their personalities and interests, um, and it's got everything they could ever want and wish for right there in their in their room. Um, so, Daniela, yes, if Legion showed you to your perfect yeah. room, what would it be like? What would be in it? What would it smell like? What would just what would be in your room? Your perfect room. Okay, so it would smell of Joe Malone, Blackberry and Bay. Okay, uh, <laughs> it would be all white and grey. Okay, yeah. Um, and it would have kittens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What would there be any food there, particular food or um any? cheesecake factory. So there'd be a cheesecake factory in your room. Yeah. Like a little window you can yeah. open. Yeah. That's quite cool. Yeah. Smell like Joe Malone and I'd be covered in kittens. Yeah. Okay. What about yours? Mine would be basically a cinema with a bed in it. Okay. And then I'd be fine. That's your flat. <laughs> yeah. So like there's a cinema, but also if I want food, you know, when in, in some of the good uh, cinemas, um, you can press a button and they come to you with food. Yeah. Like that. But I press a button and it kind of comes out the seat or something. Okay. Uh, oh, and that also there's a toilet in, in my chair. Um, Gross. So I don't have to move. Gross. And it's sort of like a recliner where I can like go back and Gross. that's my bed as well. Gross. Um, and also there'll be like loads of cool 
people there as well because they want to be alone. I think that's the worst thing. All these people's like dreams of paradise, some of them by themselves. I've got kittens, I'm fine. Yeah, but you know what people, you want people to talk to maybe. No, I've got kittens, fine. But also they, they can talk to anyone from history as well, which is a great thing. Mm. Um, so who would, actually, who would you talk to from history if you... Oh, that's a good point. <sighs> you like all the dictators, you're very Rimmer like that. What? I don't like any dictators, what are you talking about? I, I thought I remember, was it? I'm sure that was you, <laughs> where you want to meet some dictators. Uh, oh, some military so. leaders, shall I, I say. I don't think so. No? I don't know. Okay, so. maybe that wasn't you. <laughs> I talked to too many North Koreans. Um, okay, so what we've uh, got next is them like being delighted with the fact that they every wish is kind of catered for, um, and um, yeah, it's it's kind of like ideal for them. So why would they want to leave? Exactly. Um, but the f- they kind of like kind of twig that they yeah. are kind of prisoners there. Um, and the more they stay there, the more they're losing ground on finding Red Dwarf. It, it offers an interesting question. Would you rather be a prisoner with everything that you want and could desire or mm. a free person with with nothing? Um, a prisoner with all that good <laughs> shit stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, because like they, if, even if they got to, new, to Red Dwarf, they're three million years away from Earth yeah. still. Why not stay somewhere yeah. where you can have I'm everything? I'm guessing though that you would tire of that room eventually there's only so much time you could spend yeah well they do escape the room for a little bit where they go to have their their meal mm. they go to eat yeah um those weird chopsticks yeah those chopsticks <laughs> and whatever you do don't don't make them touch um and i mean that's quite a funny scene like a real slapstick scene yeah it's quite interesting the whole sort of dinner scene and the various things that happen yeah. There's a lot of like weird food in this. Someone should make a Red Dwarf themed restaurant where you get Space Weevil, um, (laughs) you get tins of lager, uh, and you get Vindaloo juice. Yeah, you get Vindaloo (laughs) juice, um, and you get all of the food he has here with with Legion, and that's kind of like the one of the main courses. Um, I'm not sure if there's a big market for it. Breakfast, triple fried chili chutney sandwich. Oh, I think there would be pot noodles. Pot noodles, yes. <laughs> the thing is, like someone's going to do, do this. Do a pop-up. should do a yeah. pop-up for the new series. What, so I've only got like less than a month? Yeah. I've got like three weeks to sort you it out. You can do it. If anyone can, you can, Jed. I can try. I can try. Um, so, yeah. So, um, But they realise they need to escape. So um, they, <laughs> following Lister's advice, they attempt to escape using uh, a method it, from a film called Revenge of the Surfboarding Killer Bikini Vampire Girls. Have you seen it, Jed? It, it sounds, s- like, sounds like something you would yeah, watch. It does. It sounds like something I would watch. Now, okay, as you're, you are the master of working out plots okay. based on the title. I'll give you the title again. Right, okay. The title is Revenge of the Surfboarding Killer Bikini Vampire Girls. Right. So there's what a space worm. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, that's that's the first scene. No, there's it no pulled. space worm. Okay. Don't be ludicrous. Okay. <laughs> um, so obviously, they want to get revenge. The surfboarding killer bikini vampire girls. Yeah, I'm guessing there are bikini girls who yeah. want to surfboard, and there's some evil guys that won't let them. Yeah. And on one night, they get turned into a vampire on the way home, and of they course. they want to wreak their revenge on the guys. So and they do surfboarding battles and that's it. At night because they're vampires, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think oh, they would have no reflection in, in the water as well. That could be cool. You don't need a reflection, though, do you? No, but I know, but that would be a cool. <laughs> that'd be cool an image of like you're seeing the reflections of the other surfers, yeah. but you don't see their, their. And reflection I think they the get the mirror. sharks on their side as well. Why? Just because they've got big teeth? No, because you know evil things like talk to each other. Sharks aren't evil. A little bit evil. They're not. They're a just a little bit evil. Why? Because they kill people. People kill people more than sharks do. That's true. That's true. We are more, from a shark's perspective, we are the bad guys. Anyway, I anyway. think that, I think they'll be the minions of the the bikini, bikini vampires. Vampire girls. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I they like have that. evil tendencies then, rather than the they have the capacity to commit. Yeah. Atrocities. So I would <laughs> I would like Revenge of the Surfboard and Killer Bikini Vampire Girls to come back into another episode of Red Dwarf and you see on the TV screen okay. them watching that. Okay. I'd love that. I would love to make and that thirty seconds. And then to be s- zapped into it. Oh, that would be good. I mean, they've done a couple of episodes like that before, but that would be good if they get zapped into Revenge of the Killer Bikini, Surfboard, Vampire Girls. Yeah. Sounds like a trauma film, if anyone knows what trauma is. Um, okay, and who would you cast in it really quickly? Um, who would be the lead surfboard killer? Because she played a vampire before, so she knows the vampire mythology. I like she's style. got she's got that quite of like bubbly sort of surfer girl, Cali Cali girl kind of attitude. But she's, that's true. She's quite um, tough as well. I mean, to throw Jennifer Lawrence in it as well, just because. Um, and who would be the main bad guy? Clive Owen. <laughs> <laughs> what a pull now that's pretty perfect yeah, yeah. okay well done that's <laughs> gonna get some, uh, some i'm awards. nailing this today you are okay <laughs> so they they try and confront um legion uh it doesn't quite work um because they kind of discover that he isn't what he says he is yeah um any kind of well they kind of find out that he is basically a gestalt entity made up of their personalities all squidged into one person yeah so when so when they knock out uh, each other, uh, and it's really with funny. Crichton left. Yeah, yeah, with a funny scene. You see their kind of faces disappear one by one from the face of, um, from the now revealed weird monstrous face of Legion, which is made up of all of their faces together, yeah. um, until all that's left is Crichton. So it's Crichton versus Crichton. Yeah. Um, but because Crichton's main mission is to help humans as much as, as the cat and Remy is human, um, the other Crichton has to help the other Crichton. In, in Which didn't really make a lot of sense to me. What do you mean? Because um, he, the, the other people, the other members of the crew weren't not helping humans. So I don't know why them being put out meant that they could save the day. Well, I think it's because... Um, they have the option of a choice when he when he had the kind of human and cat in them and rimmer in them they have a choice but Crichton doesn't have a choice he has to be at servitude to to the others okay. so now i guess that's why um um the gestalt entity of legion has to so it's a quite quite a quite a nice wrap-up i think of this um and um in the meantime Crichton asked if there's anything that can help with um them finding red dwarf um and he gives them a what can i be described as a kind of like a deus ex machina which is like a mach- a machine that can is faster than light and can like zap them basically anywhere in the universe and obviously the crew nothing are like, can go wrong with that yeah the crew were <laughs> like come on this is red dwarf like this isn't gonna <laughs> go well for, for them and we know as the audience after watching six series of them and nothing it's ever not goes go well, no. no especially if rumors involved um and yeah the, the drive basically 
it starts whirring and they think and for a millisecond they think okay this is going to work and they burst out of the wall into deep space without the ship connected to it um and then they obviously the the cabin depressurizes and they're like there's a really great scene at the end where they're being pulled out into the depths of space but they're holding on to onto uh things in the ship to kind of like stay inside and not die um and you see you see cat like rolling along really good <laughs> kind of like stunt work from cat um yeah and 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 crying kind of ends with saying that at least it it technically did work um and yeah that's the end of the episode yeah and i think i think personally that was a strong episode yeah i thought it again same as sirens it wasn't a bad episode it was okay <laughs> it was quite good i'd say it was a middling episode okay. it wasn't one of my favorites but you know there's bits of it enjoyed okay so let's look at it. so okay what would make what would have made this episode better do you prefer like the more adventurous ones so they kind of go onto a planet and just um not necessarily i know you like i you like the you like the talky ones i do like the talky ones um, yeah. i think just the costume put me off a bit but yeah. apart from that i think it was a solid episode i just preferred yeah. sirens a little bit more but it wasn't yeah. a bad episode i wonder if the difference between me and you was like you do like the ones with a bit more action, action. set pieces yeah. and i like more talkers but i i used to and a like bit of just... a more of a storyline maybe oh, I, I mean this is quite a small storyline yeah i agree um but I, I just i just like the idea of the central concept of yeah. someone who only exists when other people are around mm. i think it's quite um a nice concept um yeah so again at the end of the series we will give you um our total and where it fits within the rest of the smokeheads charts um and that's it um so yeah that's it from me and space worm <laughs> yeah that was really good by the way i wonder <laughs> Cheers, if Jay. any of your choices if any of Dan, Dan's, daniela's choices do make it into the episode yeah and, and we don't see it for some reason please let us know and and if you want to send us in your pictures of space worm your, yeah. your fanfic <laughs> oh yeah someone drew a picture of me the other day for the pilot p- podcast if you're listening to this i can't remember i'm really sorry draw one of me and daniela and space worm and a space worm <laughs> or like around the podcast table um yeah so if they did want to send us anything or talk to us and tell us how wrong we are about red dwarf how would they contact you daniela i'm on twitter at daniela with one l phillips and i am also on twitter at jed shepherd j-e-d-s-h-e-p-h-e-r-d and yeah with that done just leaves me to say see you later snakeheads bye bye